can be a handful or maybe five handfuls. And sometimes I can go too far, but my family goes even further by loving me irregardless. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. It is good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you are listening to Radio Irregardless. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And as always, we're broadcasting live from Salem, Massachusetts, with my, uh, uh, my online listeners from Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And if you're listening through my website, thank you for listening through my website. But if you want to join a live chat... All you have to do is click that little stereophonic box that's on my website, and it will transport you to another website where you can sign on using a Facebook uh, 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 sign-on or any kind of uh, email you have. If you sign on through Facebook, everybody gets to know you and love you and all that. Uh, But you can be anonymous the other way around. So thanks for joining me. Uh, And as always, we're going to start the show off uh, very quickly. Uh, We're going to try to do something uh, a little different tonight, not too much different, but a little different. But let's get into that right now with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's it. When? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, starting off the Happening Now monologue, uh, there's a... <laughs> we're back where we were last year. I soon remember this very much from last year. It seemed like every night that I broadcast, there was a snowstorm. And I don't like the snow. Uh, I, I, I mean, I like it fine. I like it fine when it comes down a little at a time. We got a fucking blizzard. We got, in my neighborhood... Uh, where I live in a kind of a private drive, so there's nowhere to put the friggin' snow. Um, we got, between the blowing and drifting, we got probably 28 to 30 inches of snow. What the fuck? And then, like, three days later, we got an additional 14 inches of snow. It's a what the fuck? What is this? In the winter, it snows. In the summer, the kids are in the pool. I understand that. I know. It's, it's the shows. I can't have the windows open because the kids are in the pool. And I can't. I, I got to complain about the snow. But do you remember how they, they were saying, uh, like, all last year, that's all we got was snow? Like, like, it seemed like every single thing. And this is what they said. Remember last summer when they said this? We begin tonight with winter weather woes. There might still be a month left of summer, but the Old Farmer's Almanac is already making its predictions for winter. 
and it looks like it's going to be a bitterly cold one. Joining me now, Janice Stillman, the editor of the Old Farmer's Almanac. Thanks for coming on the show, Janice. Good to have you here. Just how cold is it going to be? Well, very cold, colder than last year. In fact, as you just noted, we are calling this refrigeration. In fact, I got to tell you, the secret is that our meteorologist was putting the forecast together last February and March, and he said to me, you know what? Our methodology is indicating very, very, very cold, but I'm going to be conservative. So it could be even colder than we've published. Yeah, that was in the summer they were talking about that, in the fucking summer. And now we are. It. This is the first show of February for our first show. It's February 4th, and it's like fucking snow. It's... And I know it's supposed to snow. It's the winter. But they say in the summer, it's going to be cold. And then they're like, well, it's going to be so cold, it's going to be miserable cold. And, and I'm like, no, then if it's so fucking cold, why is it? What They also predict, yeah, they said less snow than we'd have last year. And we've had more snow, completely more snow. And it was great. In December, we got no snow. In the first three weeks of January, we got almost nothing, nothing to shovel. It was like dusting. And now, I mean, I want some snow. I just don't want it all at fucking once, you motherfuckers. And of course, we're supposed to get more snow tomorrow night, and then maybe a more more snow on Tuesday. And uh, now, let me. In I'll, I'll get into. Let me get through. It with, I, I had things in different order. I don't know if you guys know this. I actually suffer from seasonal depression. And in the past few years, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. This week has been a nightmare. Um, now, I'll I'll kind of tell you, there was a big game on Sunday. And every commercial that, well, not every commercial, but there were a lot of commercials that targeted fathers and how men have children. And I don't have children. So it affected me in a very serious way because my wife and I would like to have children, and but we're later in life, so we don't know, and blah blah blah. But it's that it started then, and then of course the the snow and the shoveling and the repetitive shoveling and the repetitive shoveling, and of course I've been in the house because I don't have any gigs. I don't have any gigs this week. There was something I was going to do today, uh, tonight, but it actually I I couldn't manage to get out of the house because it's that type of you know, I'm not ready to pick up a gun yet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I've picked one up. I just haven't loaded it. Um, but I'm crazy now. I'll kill somebody else first. It just makes sense, more sense to me. But the, it's especially the season, and it's so hard to to move. And I hurt my back when I came back from Canada, and I really haven't been able to go to the gym and kind of work it out. And I know the endorphins and all that stuff, and there's no light and all this shit. And it's like, yeah, so I haven't had a chance to do that. And I'm just, I want to fucking lose it. But it's, if, if you suffer from it, really, it's like, do something. And we have some sponsors that have come up a little bit later. So I, I'm trying to, and I bit my, I grew my nails out. I had all my nails. I bit them all down today. Today, and I'm like dealing with like, you know, bloody fingers and all this stuff. You want some comedy? Comedy for, uh, for Brendan? Okay, more shoveling is the cure, you assholes. Yeah, you know what to make you feel better? Shovel some more, bitches. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, this will make Brendan feel good. I could always just get my nose cut off and have some cosmetic surgery to look like the Red Skull. I could do that. I don't know who's doing the One dude's doing that. I'm like, my God, I don't feel that bad about things. I really don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't go to cosplay and stuff like that. I can't. I mean, I wish I could. Some of those chicks are really hard. I don't know what it is about anime, but 
it's oh speaking of that i actually let me see if i can find it there was something posted in anime and i'm trying to figure out what it was let me do this so it doesn't play and um there was uh something it was something hell it was something hell oh my god it was something hell um it was like an anime video that somebody put a whole bunch of different sounds to oh my god what is it i wish i could remember it if you cut one nose off, two will take its place. Hail Hydra! <laughs> I can't remember what it is. But it was, uh, there was something like, um, uh, it's like called AVH Hell or something like that. AVH, AVH Hell. I got to find this. Now it's going to bother me. AVH Hell 3 or something like that. Oh, AMV Hell. It's called amv hell 3 the motion picture what apparently somebody did is there's an anime movie that somebody put all these other sound bites into it and it's like it's terrifyingly funny um speaking of cosplay so that was a long way to go for no real fucking punchline um <laughs> i don't know but i will tell you this hey i don't know if you guys saw uh, or heard there's a big game last sunday and uh Guess who won? Guess who won it, baby? I don't know if you know. Anybody? Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots uh, pulled off a uh, amazing Super Bowl. Um, probably, and this is everybody's uh, take on it, the best Super Bowl, the most watched Super Bowl. Uh, yes, the butler did it, um, which I thought he should have won MVP right there and then. But apparently Tom's going to give him the truck. But fuck it. Give him the trophy too, man. I was like, Tom did great, but, you know, that was a clutch play, man. He didn't do that. We, we, you know, we'd all be very... <laughs> you think I'm suffering from seasonal depression now? Oh, my God. I would have fucking buried myself in the snow and just put a flag in there. But um, I think Butler, he just, what an amazing play. The Seahawks just never count them out. They're dangerous. They were always dangerous. Um, Jay, uh, what would, what would, yeah, Tom doesn't need another fucking truck. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's got a chick. Because you can't put any more baby chairs inside. <laughs> and they had the big uh, Patriots uh, parade today with the duck boats. And all that. It was great watching it. I didn't get a chance to go into the city because there's uh, 600 million snow, uh, 600 million tons of snow. Uh, yeah, with the pick of the end zone. Yeah, he drives Giselle. <laughs> I think she drives him a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I can't. I don't know if I can find that video <laughs> on YouTube. Maybe I can. I don't know. Um, but you know something? We're going way too long. But congratulations to the New England Patriots for their fourth Super Bowl in uh 14 years or the first on the fourth Super Bowl in franchise history actually um and to tom brady to gronkowski to blunt to will fork to uh most of the guy i don't know i can't offhand think of everybody but and who the fuck knew about butler his jersey is going to be selling like a madman what the fuck craziness Dude will never have to buy a drink in Boston ever. Gronk win game. Ugh. You know what? I talked to my father-in-law about this. You know what Gronk is? Gronk is Marmaduke. He's this big, goofy thing that you think would really hurt you, but he's like, da, da, da. <laughs> he's so funny. And he's like a normal dude. You know what he's, you know he's, Brendan, you'll get a kick out of this. He's like the old Godzilla. Remember the Godzilla on TV, like the creature dubber feature? 
uh, Godzilla. The fr- the one that you're like, oh, he's not that scary. Like, he'd be friendly to people, and they kick Monster's ass. That's Kronk. <laughs> Kronk's like the friendly Godzilla. <laughs> uh, Blunt is my favorite, not the player. Yes, I understand that, Chris. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Kronkzilla. <laughs> Is what we're gonna do. Hey guys, uh, I want to play a quick little game with you before I get to my guest. And we played this a couple weeks ago, but let's uh, play with you because I want to entertain you guys a little bit because I'm trying to get out of my funk. Let's all play Cover Me. Yeah. Yes, cover me. This is a game where I play a song that uh, is a song is a song that we've all. What's Chris said? I have an army. We have a grown. <laughs> this is funny. I have an army. We have a gronk. <laughs> And you begin to piss everybody off. So in Cover Me, I play you a song that we all know and love and then realize and make you realize that this is actually a song that was covered. It's not an original. And some of these tonight are going to fuck your mind uh, beyond thing. So I want to actually change the order of them. Uh, this one we know about. Uh, I think this one I may do for the last. So I'm going to change the order. But we all remember this. I played this a while ago. This was uh, part of our... Um, uh, part of our um, free sample game. Do you remember this? Everybody knows this song, right? Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to get away yeah. from the pain you drive. Soft Cell. Yes. That is Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Yes, it is. But do you know, and of course, I've played this before, but you guys may not know this. The original song was done in 1964 by Gloria Jones. And you remember? I played this for you. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to yes. So, but we knew that. That's not a, that's a Belgar Conehead. Belgar. <laughs> But that's not too much different than what we that would what we remember. Um, but I do want to let's see where is it? I move that. I keep moving anything. Um, you might remember this. Where is it? How do I have three of them? Oh, you. How about? Uh, oh, I'm gonna be all over the place tonight. Two tainted loves. Yep. And then oh, there you go. Here we go. I gotta move this. This is the. Oh, I moved everything. <laughs> I started moving shit and didn't realize I was moving shit. Um, how about this one? Do you remember this one from 1980? It's going to be a little tricky. Come on. Who can get this one? There you go, Jay. That is the tide at high is high by Blondie. Yes, it is. But did you know that song is not an original song? It's a cover of the 1967 Paragon song, The Tide is High. 1967. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
no, 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 not yet. So that is the cover of that one. And uh, let's stay in the 80s. What do you say we stay in the 80s? Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Do you remember this song in the 80s? Because I moved everything around. Do you remember this, 1981? Come on, you remember this? Betty, of course, Betty Davis eyes. And she does this weird hand movement every time she does. And she did make you think twice and stuck two fingers out as far as she could. (laughs) Yeah, that's Betty Davis eyes by... Uh, where did I put it? By Kim Carnes from 1981. But the original was done in 1974 by Jackie DeShannon. Get ready, have your mind blown. Yeah. How fucked up is that? You know, I didn't like it the first time. (laughs) That's that'll fuck you up. And you know, also songs that were made in that same type era. Do you remember this? Lauren Hill redid this song and we kinda knew it, but do you remember this? By Lauren Hill, Killing Me Softly. Which he did with uh one time. <laughs> it was always 20 years wrong. Yeah. Yeah, one time. See, Killing Me Softly by Lauren Hill was actually a cover. It was, The original was from 1973. Roberta Flack, which we all know that. But did you know Roberta Flack covered it from Lori Lieberman? Only a couple years earlier. <laughs> If I wasn't depressed before, I am now. <laughs> totally want to fucking kill myself here. <laughs> yes, Don McLean wrote it. Don McLean, yes. It's this song is. Yeah, I want to fucking kill myself after. Let's let's bring it up a little bit. Let's something a little a little more fun. We'll stay in the 1971. This that original Killing Me Softly was Lori Lieberman 1971, but also in 1971, this little jam. See if you remember this one. Anyone? Busted flat in Ben Rouge, waiting for a train. Please continue to hold your car. It's very important. I got one more. I got to get to my guest. All right. So this was Janis Joplin, Me and Bobby McGee, which we all know. But it's a cover. Roger Miller in 1969, just two years earlier, wrote this. And this is a live version. And this time Bobby was a girl. Busted flat in Baton Rouge and headed for the trains. Feeling nearly faded as my jeans. Yeah, I want to fucking kill myself over this shit. All right, so 
I saved the best for last, and of course, I was moving everything around, so I have to renumber them later on. But that's for a later thing. This one is amazing, and a little, and that was done uh, Roger Miller's original version, 1969. But in 1967, the Alabama song, otherwise known as Whiskey Bar by The Doors, came out. Do you remember it? Do you remember this? Come on, everybody. Sing it. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't yeah. ask why. <laughs> show me the way. Now, brilliant song. Just amazing song. But this I did not know. That is a cover song. That is not an original song by The Doors. No, it's not. Matter of fact, that song that I just played for you came out in 1967. 40 years earlier, 40 years earlier, that song was written. 1927 by Lot, what is it? Lot Lenya, Lottie Lenya. The same thing. Get ready, bitches. Get Moose and Squirrel. Get Moose and Squirrel. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, we must die. Fucking wild, huh? See, it's my seasonal depression pays off so much for you guys. Lead the horse that's whiskey bar, you know? Here we go. Get more grill. Get more grill. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to hear from our amazing guest, Mr. Eric Bell, who will be joining us, calling in from Toronto. Yes, I was just there. And now we're going back. You're listening to Radio Arc. Irregardless, we'll be right back. Are you seasonally depressed? If so, CSUN Depressitol may be right for you. Millions are already taking CSUN Depressitol. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, anxiety, anger, constipation, excessive gas, and vomiting. If taking CSUN Depressitol has any of the aforementioned effects, stop taking it immediately. Get on a plane. Yell at strangers. Good luck. It's going to be a long one. Hey, you, this is Steve Halligan, and you are listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. For some reason, I don't even know why. I am sitting in my car on a bridge contemplating if I should jump. I'm going to listen to the show, and if it keeps depressing me the way that it is, I'll jump. But you should enjoy yourself. You're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me on the phone, Mr. Eric Bell. Eric, greet my uh, my wonderful listening audience, if you would. 
Hey, how's it going, listeners? Yeah, <laughs> everybody. So that's that's the intro you're getting. That's, that's the that's the best thing. That's the best we can do. Now, uh, that was yeah. the clap. Oh, here we go. I got to do that because you know what it is. I do have applause. <laughs> I should put it in. I should just put this. Hey, PP. Here we go. Applause. Here we go. How about this? Yeah. That's good. That sounds good. Well, that's really loud. That's yeah. a good applause. I yes. I feel accomplished for tonight. There's a there's a ton of the people. You know what I'm gonna do? Are you I'm trying gonna... to get crazy with SA. No, okay. <laughs> there's too much of shit going on. So Eric, how are you, my friend? How's the weather? Uh, pretty good. How's the weather up in uh, it's, Toronto? It's... <laughs> I don't, I think it's uh, slightly better than what you guys have down <sighs> uh, down in the Boston area. Uh-huh. I think we got the tail end of it. Uh, whatever was left. Uh, it's just... uh, but we got a got a lot of lot of snow. I ruined a couple pairs of shoes. <laughs> uh, I was uh, I was really grumpy. Yeah, the last I... couple of days with the cold weather, but that not much I can do about that. I found I found Toronto really actually not bad. The first couple of days it was cold, and then because uh, I was there only a few weeks ago, and then it it got up to what I would say about thirty five degrees. So uh, the translation is uh, like a plus five, right for you. Yeah, it's yeah something something like that. It's you know what? It's been a warm winter, pretty warm winter this winter. It's just the last the last week. About when you got your snowstorm last last Monday or Tuesday, whenever that was, we yeah. it got cold for us too. <laughs> My brother so said that he... was um, I I blame the states for our bad weather. That's oh really? Really? <laughs> yeah, we're not sending <laughs> we're not sending weather doesn't travel north. It always travels from the north to the south. <laughs> We get more. Well, of, you guys got cold, and then we got cold. So uh, I'm not taking. I'm not taking the blame for that one. Well, most of that low <laughs> pressure. Most of the low pressure came from Canada. So, yeah. so <laughs> and, uh, so you were a comic. Uh, you were a comic up in the Toronto area, and uh, when I was up there, we did not have a chance to meet, but we had kind of talked uh, before I came up, and then we kind of met through Facebook, and uh, and we have mutual friends. There's uh, uh, Miss Reed. Was it Rebecca? Rebecca Reed. And yeah, Rebecca yeah. Reed. Yeah, she's yeah. she's pretty funny. I like her. She's very funny. She was actually uh, uh, co-middling the show yeah. that I was on uh, the whole week in Toronto. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I, she's gotten a few uh, pretty good gigs here. She seems to be kind of making her way around Toronto. Um, I'm. I think she's been doing it for a while, so I'm surprised she hasn't done more with with it than she she has. But I think she's she'll. You know, if she keeps slugging away, I think she'll definitely make it somewhere. Yeah, no, she she did Nobody, fan- no. fantastic. Yeah. Nobody's dream is to stay in Toronto, so hopefully she gets out of here and <laughs> can do comedy somewhere else. Well, when I was in uh I was in Ottawa and then Kingston and then Toronto, and when I the first night, well, I mean, I was in I've been in Ottawa before, but uh, nobody from uh Toronto had come up, but when I was in Kingston, like four comics came up from Toronto to Kingston, which is like a two and a half, three hour drive or a three and a half hour drive. And it's, I was like, you guys came all this way to do like six minutes. And they went, yeah. And I went, are there no rooms in Toronto? They go, there's plenty of rooms, (laughs) but I mean that. Yeah, we're, we're pretty busy. We're pretty busy with rooms. Yeah, but why would you? I mean, have you ever done that? Have you driven from Toronto to Kingston just for the the showcase night? Uh, I haven't. It hasn't gotten that bad for me yet. I seem to be able to keep myself <laughs> pretty busy here. But okay. um, you know, it. I guess I mean it happens. You know, you, 
unfortunately, there's not a big scene out, outside of Toronto unless you go to Montreal. So, you know, sometimes you get sick of doing the same rooms and seeing the yeah. same people and you want to go see a new new territory. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, K- Kingston's kind of the next closest place, I suppose, but my my inclination would be if I wasn't going down to New York or Boston, I'd go over to Montreal. Because, um, I mean, they've got the big Distro Festival, which is kind of Canada's big thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they broadcast that down, down the States, but, you know, that would be, I would try and get there because they've got, they've got amazing rooms from what I, what I hear. <laughs> my brother, my brother thinks Kingston is in Jamaica. Yes, there is a Kingston yeah, in I Jamaica, did... you dickhole. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, how could you drive you know what, from I, there? I didn't, <laughs> idiot. I, didn't, I didn't grow up in Toronto. I grew up in Alberta. And for a long time, I, it confused me too when I was a kid, but. I read a book, so then I realized that, you know, there's something else <laughs> as well. I read a book. <laughs> they have books? In, they have books in, books in Alberta? Yeah. <laughs> Alberta. Not, not too many. I, now, did you I, did you start I, doing stand-up in Alberta? No, I didn't do it till I got out here. Uh, I didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't do it till I moved out to Toronto. Okay. But there's and, not much. I didn't even know there was a scene in, in Calgary until probably three months ago. Oh. And then somebody said, oh, there's rooms out there. And then by the time I was back in Alberta over Christmas, I, they were all booked up. So Oh, yeah, yeah. Can... Well, the Cal- Calgary Calgary has a, uh, a huge, they have a huge comedy festival too, don't they? Um, I know they have a huge I film festival. I know they have a film festival too. Toronto's got a huge film, film festival. Yeah, but Toronto's think... film festival is huge, yeah. I've, Calgary's not, there's not a lot of culture there outside of Cowboys, but I think they're trying to pump their <laughs> art scene up. Um, I know they've got, I think they've got maybe four comedy rooms, but they're supposed to be uh, very, very well run. Nice. Um, but, so how but long? I'm just, I'm not, very good. So how long you been doing that? I'll, I'll ramble forever. No, um, I've been doing it for probably, I think I started mid-October, so not too long, about four months, but. Oh, so you're um, super new. I'm pretty new, but I've been around the scene for a while, just checking it out. And then um, I, <laughs> I thought, oh, what the hell? I mean, I've got, I've fucked up enough in my life. I might as well make fun of it <laughs> on stage and see if anybody else enjoys it. Now, let me ask you this, because I, I was in, I've been up, I've been up there for, you know, three weeks, but I've never been up there in the wintertime. Well, I have in, in Montreal or, but I've never been that long in Canada in fucking winter. How do you deal with the, and I hate to say the bleakness of winter, but the bleakness of winter. Uh, I drink a lot. <laughs> um, that's, that was, I don't, to be honest, I don't, I, you don't know, I, I don't know any better. I've right. never not been in the place. I mean, I lived in Boston when I was a kid, so. I mean, it rained a lot from what I can remember, but outside of that, all I remember is cold. And I mean, Alberta's way colder than Toronto is, so <laughs> it always feels. Just I mean, our winter feels here here feels short. Well, so you, well, you know, to... it's you know, it's funny. Um, when I was there, like you know, in New England, everybody complains about everything. It's just you know, it's New England. That's oh, it's too fucking hot. It's too fucking cold. It, it's too fucking everything. <laughs> but in Canada, yeah. you guys, they go, oh, we, there's going to be an ice storm and then a snowstorm and then it's going to dip below twenty below zero. And everybody's like, okay, like everybody was so easygoing, and I didn't like. I got more relaxed when I was there 
So I mean, then I come home and I'm like completely stressed out. <laughs> but like, <Yeah>. it's <laughs> you guys. It's you. You're very relaxed. You're like super relaxed because, I mean, it does get cold and is, you yeah. know, oh my god, it's just yeah. fucking drinking and just. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, and you, you, I, I spend a lot of money on making sure I have clothes that are warm. My <laughs> sweater collection is. It's the most expensive clothing I own <laughs> you because I don't want to, I don't want to, it's, you know, it's too much of the year not to invest in it and it's too uncomfortable. Yeah. You're just minus 25. An extensive, and cold, an extensive and sweater you, collection. You know what? I'd, I'd rather just buy a nice, I'd rather buy a warm sweater. <laughs> but that, I mean, some people don't do that and then they complain all the time. So, <laughs> I mean, I might not have any good t-shirts, but I'll take that over not being warm for six months of the year as you can see my listeners are they're not used to see they haven't been like like i mean you are all the time freezing to death just relax you know it's it's canada not russia canada has 16 minutes of summer yeah 16 minutes that's it sometimes it feels like that i'm not gonna lie it's been statistically uh, proven yeah may hits and then i mean sometimes it gets warmer you know, you might hit, you know, seventy-five Fahrenheit in yeah. May, yeah. and that—that's—that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Oh, so so I didn't know that you. So you're super new in it. So you got to tell me, you got a website or you set up? It's EricBellComedy.ca. Um, you're on Twitter yeah. at Eric at at Eric Bell Comedy, yeah. and you're also on Facebook at yeah. Eric G Eric dot G dot Bell. Um, but yep. again, it's all the people who are friends of mine. So if they can want to find you, they can stalk. But they have that tool. That stuff's in the chat as well. Um, but I did not know you. You're like super rookie. This is fucking fantastic, man. How is that? Uh, yeah, how'd yeah, you I'm get pretty, into it? Uh, I just I always wanted to do. I mean, I always loved stand up. I mean, I've loved com. There's never been a time when I haven't loved comedy. So then, you know, I was. Uh, you know, my early twenties were kind of plagued with dating people that didn't want me to do anything. So, <laughs> you know, when I was single again, and I was, you know, after a year being single, I went, you know what, I better do something with this time because, you know, if I don't do something now, then I'm never going to do it. And yeah. So then I went up, and that was that. And you know, I've, I love going up, and I love making people laugh. And so, where so, are the uh, where are some of the rooms you're playing? What what are the uh, what are the rooms? Um, there's a. There's a place called Diner 120 I go to fairly frequently. Um, and then I've done the, there's a Amsterdam Bicycle Club, which is um, run by uh, one of our local breweries. And I've done them a couple of times. Um, and then I'll do, you know, I'll do whatever restaurant. I'll, you know, I'll do anywhere that takes me pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of places that, you know, like Sonic Cafe and stuff like that where you know, Anne Frank's basically Anne Frank's, uh, what? And that's it. yeah, that's what it looks like. It's... I was there a couple of weeks ago and you just climb, basically climb up in this tiny attic. Um, <laughs> and it just happened to be the like the same day where it was the memorial of the Holocaust or whatever. Oh my God. No, and we're no. all sitting there being like, this is totally Anne Frank's. You're like, you want to uh, tell a joke? Shh, be quiet. Don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That was it. So, you know, it's just, it was, those are kind of the places I hit. And then, you know, I'm trying to set up a few things. I get very obsessive with when I get into stuff. So 
Um, I'll, I'll, tell you, like I'll tell you, Eric, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you too much, but my listeners, uh, this uh, one of my friends, his name is Jay Volodka, he's been putting all this stuff in the chat. For depressing stuff, visit ericbelltragedy.com, hungryericbellrecipes.com, hair limp as noodles. <laughs> he's just ericbellsweaters.com, freezing to the fucking guy. Yeah. You got tons yeah. of stuff. No, I'm a bit of a narcissist, though I don't see anything I ever I ever do not having my name involved. <laughs> So you're doing I, a lot of the uh, you're doing a lot of the open mic stuff. You're doing some of the showcase stuff. Um, now, have yeah. you have you been to Absolute Comedy on the? Uh, I think it's the Tuesday nights showcase or open mic. Uh, no, not yet. I haven't. Um, uh, I didn't realize that you had to call in at like a specific time on a specific day, so oh. I missed. Uh, I, I missed you. the days to get set up for that. So I'm trying to get. Um, I gotta get some videos and stuff set up, and then send them to places and get it on. Um, but yeah, I, you definitely. know, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to have a video of me just bombing. You know, my first <laughs> few shows, so I waited until I felt like I could actually create a joke. Um, yeah, so that's my next step is getting onto those songs. I mean, there's a few. There's Yuck Yucks and stuff, which is a big, yeah, chain of comedy clubs here that I'm hoping to get onto soon. Cool. So, we'll it, tell you, Eric. Let me. I'm good. Good. One more. Good. I got you. Oh, sorry. No, no. You were going to say people say, I don't know. I give so many off now. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought. You were up in the attic <laughs> whispering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, you know what? That's a, that's a funny joke until I tell people that, uh, my mom's, my mom's side of the family is German. And then people look at me like I might be serious. <laughs> Which is always like it's a very odd moment. They're like, "Maybe you're kidding, <laughs> but you're probably not." And I'm like, "I am. Don't worry about it." <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. Well, you know what we're gonna do, Eric. Let's take let's take on that on that. Let's let's give the audience something to to um to to digest a little bit. We're gonna take our a uh, second break. When I come back, um, we uh let me see. It's quarter of. I get make it a little time. We'll talk to Eric Bell when we come back. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and we shall be right back. The only job he's ever had has been a paper route. He runs to mommy and daddy every time he has a boo-boo. Dates, he has the woman cut up his vegetables. He once spent 18 hours in a basement playing World of Warcraft just to get the Scarab Lord achievement. He is the most immature man in the world. I don't often go to bed without supper, but when I do, it's because I've been bad. Stay thirsty, my friend. And you're back at Radio Wear Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me uh, on the phone is very funny comedian from Toronto, Mr. Eric Bell. Still new into the uh, the comedy scene, but obviously it's very funny, making me laugh. And that's that's difficult, really. I don't I don't reckon, I don't really I don't like to laugh too much. But when something's funny, it's hold on. Do I have YouTube Eddie McClure? <laughs> Everybody's Eddie McClure. I'll tell you what. Hey, I don't uh, know. Eric, here's what I want to do real quick. Um, I wasn't going to do this because I didn't think we had enough time, but I think we do. Um, we're going to do a quick version. Um, 
you know, as comics, we communicate through, you know, comedy. And most of the time we communicate through kind of insulting or jabbing each other. Um, I'm going to play a quick game with you called If You Can't Say Something if Nice. If you can't say something nice. You warthog-faced buffoon. <laughs> Don't say nothing at all. See, if you can't say... So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play... We're going to have three clips. We're going to... Usually we do five, but because we're kind of... I want to keep the shows nice and tight. Say it on the chat. No, stop it. What is all this stuff? See, I, I look away from my audience and they start typing all this stuff. No, just like her on Facebook, say it on chat. Eddie McClure is the secretary. Oh, Edie McClure is the secretary from Ferris Bueller. Stop it. Anyway, I'm gonna here's what, here's what we're going to do, Eric. We're going to play a quick game where I'm going to play you a movie clip of somebody insulting somebody. And we're going to see if you can guess it against my audience. Now, I have one, two, three, four. There's only four. Hey, wait a minute. Is Rebecca? Is that Rebecca? Did Rebecca join us? Let's see. Yes. There, there is a Rebecca, Rebecca showing up there. Yes, I think that might be our uh, our Rebecca Reed. Uh, let's see. Here's what we're going to do. So I'm going to play you a clip, and the clip is about seven or eight seconds. And if you get it right, you just tell me, uh, and we'll score that. And if the audience gets it, the audience has to type in. So you and I are talking. We're on the phone, so there seems to be a little bit of an internet delay between our conversation. But the audience sometimes experiences much longer delays, so you have a tactical advantage on that behalf. There are more of them than you, so then you would suffer that kind of delinquency or delinquency or did, what's the word I'm looking for? Disadvantage. That's it. Like my sex life. Yes, there's more people there. <laughs> so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna see if you now tell me if you can hear because we tried this before. Can you? This is your clip. It's seven seconds. I'll play it twice for you. But if the audience gets it first, then you lose. Okay. Here we go. Gentlemen, okay. Chicolini here may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. <laughs> Any ideas? What is it? Is this like the music you played to me where it was like from 1973 and no. I had no idea what was going on? No, this is a sound clip. You can, can you hear it? You can hear it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear it, yeah. All right. Somebody insulting somebody. Here we go. Gentlemen, Ciccolini here may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. Ciccolini may sound like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. Any guesses? Well, the audience has got nothing so far. I'll give you a hint. It's Groucho uh, Mark saying the line. Uh, I have I have no idea. Name any Marx Brothers movie. I don't know any Marx no. Brothers movies. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh yeah, you've only been in the business for like four months, five months. You gotta that's what you gotta do. You gotta look at all the Groucho. Oh, it's duck soup. Yes, of course. It is duck soup. So my listener got oh, that right. That is correct. Yes, and you did not, so you got that ain't right. Yeah, it ain't right. All right. This one's a more more contemporary movie. Nineteen thirty three, nineteen thirty five, nineteen thirty. I'm looking at the movies of the like, all yeah. right, I need to go back in time here. I'm, oh, my, yeah. No, all the uh, horse feathers is one of my favorites as well. Duck soup is really good. All right, here's something a little bit more modern, a little more contemporary. He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless, steaming pile of cow dung. <laughs> uh, Play it again. He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless, steaming pile of cow dung. Oh, it's Jim Carrey. 
Is it liar, liar? Like it, is, they've already posted it is. It. it is liar, liar. But somebody already posted it, so yes, that ain't right. Yeah, so you're a little slow in the draw, but that's fine. And of course, yeah, this one. All right, I clearly, I clearly don't watch enough movies. <laughs> see, see, you you haven't been in the business long. See, all I do is watch movies and television. That's all I fucking do because I've got uh, no, yeah. I, I've got no other life. That's why I'm depressed all the time. But you still yeah, have a life. Be. I don't know. You're still loving life. Let's try. Yeah. Here's the last yeah, one. I try. Here I you was go. told. I was told I, to make sure I have a life. So was... <laughs> yes. You don't want to get wrapped up in this comedy thing. It'll get out of the business, kid. My <laughs> father says you're the real last one. A what? A carbuncle, a blister, a festering pustule, a malignant ooze. That one's really tough. I'll play it again. My father says she's a real what? A what? Carbuncle, a blister, a festering pustule, a malignant ooze. Her father says she's a real wart, and the other woman says a what? And then she goes down the list of a pustule and all those things. It's a very abstract. It's a very obscure movie. Very obscure. Unless it's, unless it's, unless it happens to be Rocky Horror Picture Show, I have no idea. It is not. Oh, Danny DeVito was in it. Okay. Uh, Rhea Perlman uh, was in it. Yeah, my. Li- I'm just. I made you. I made you get more obscure. To yes, yes, it's more obscure. It's super obscure, yeah. and it's a one woman, uh, one girl's. It's a little girl's name, and uh, I always no. It's not. It's Matilda. Christopher got it right. Oh, it is Matilda. Yeah. I was just, I was just YouTubing that. I was just uh, googling that. Mati- All I, right. See, I always thought it was. Uh, it to me, Matilda always sounded like a. Um, uh, a kangaroo's name, and I don't know why it, it reminds me of a kangaroo. There must be a kangaroo named Matilda somewhere. Isn't there, isn't there a song something that has Matilda in it? I always make of. There's Matilda, Matilda. Yeah, actually, there's there's a. I know there's a song called yeah. Matind, Matilda, somewhere. But you know, that's enough of this. What's every? Who's calling me? Oh, I, I'm getting a phone call. There's a, there's a phone call. I'm getting an instant message. There's so many things. You know what I'm going to do? Let's do a little business. Uh, when we come back, we're going to take our third and final break. And when we come back, we're going to ask um, we're going to ask Eric the three comic questions I ask all my guests. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. Hey, this is Ryan Gartley. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. I was on the show. Can you believe it? My wife farted the other night in bed, rolled over, and punched me in the head. This was slightly better. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and joining me on the phone... Very funny, new comedy gunslinger in the Toronto area, Mr. Eric Bell. And Eric, I've got three questions that I ask all my uh, my entertainers, whether a band or an actor or a comedian. Uh, I, I like to ask the best 
worst and first where you tell us and my listening audience the first time you ever got on stage the best time on stage and your worst time on stage if you can remember all these so let's start with the first time uh, you ever went on stage yeah the first time was i mean it wasn't it was uh it wasn't bad for my first time you know i thought i was just gonna go up and stare at the audience um but <laughs> i just had to try not to pee myself was really my goal and I got through everything I wanted to, and I made a couple of people laugh. But uh, I found out a couple of weeks ago that I was actually holding the microphone down basically at my penis the whole time. <laughs> so I don't know actually how many people heard me. Um, so that was my first time. That was, I don't know, it was fun. It was fun for a first time. And, um, and everybody looked at your crotch the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> not the, it's probably more probably one of the better places to look on me is my crotch. But, um <laughs> Uh, the, the, and your best time, your best time. The worst. Stage. No, the gotta, gotta do. Right, you gotta best? do the worst last. If you do the worst last, it's the best story because everybody really loves the All best. Right. So do the worst last. Yeah, uh, the best one I did. I was I'm doing a King of the Hill competition, um, and so I was in my. Heat, I did my heat uh, beginning of February, um, and I just. I mean. I'm the, I'm a token white guy, so I just I just went up and ranted about how ridiculous white people are, and it <laughs> it killed. It was a it killed. It was the only. It was when I realized I could do kind of racial stuff from like the super white guy's perspective and get away with it as long as I just ragged on white people. Um, and then uh, the worst time was at the same venue I did my King of the Hill competition. And it was the first time I'd ever been on that stage. And it was like my second time on stage. And I had my notes sitting beside me. And I just forgot everything. <laughs> and it was so horrifying. Wait a minute, this was and your best time on stage? This was, my, this was my worst time on stage. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me about your best first. <laughs> did you not already, did I not just say that? Did you, was your best? Oh no! Sorry. I guess was my. I'm, all right, maybe I didn't say it loud enough, but <laughs> no. yeah, no, I I was uh, yeah I was doing a King of the Hill competition. I oh, just, the King of the Hill. I, okay, I'm sorry. I just killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I to and me then, that ran into it. I didn't hear the break, so I was like, I was like, oh, okay, he's at the King of the Hill right, competition. No, that's fine. So the best was at the King of the Hill competition. What was that? Yeah, like? yeah, best was King of the Hill. Um, that was just like you know, it's just it's like sixty odd. Toronto comics and we're trying to make 500 bucks, which is for Canadian comics is actually pretty good. Yeah. No, um, that's, that's good. Money. Yeah. So, I mean, that is fun. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's in our gay community. So, you know, you get to see how much you can rig on gay people without getting in trouble. <laughs> I think probably, <laughs> probably holds your ability to use your words properly. I yeah. suppose. So I'll see how yeah, I'll see yeah. how that goes. Like I, well, I'm in the finals, so I'm, well, hopefully I can pull that one. my <laughs> ass, but we'll see. Um, the worst one, yeah, no, just same venue is uh, just not half the evening. It's a nice restaurant in, in our in our gay community, and mm -hmm. I just went up second time ever on stage. I was so I thought I was gonna kill it because I did okay on my first one, um, and I just bombed. I you know. I read what I did one line and then I forget the joke <laughs> and I stare at the audience for a minute 
and they'd be like, "Could you supposed to say something like, well, I'm here to serve you. And then, and then so I'd start the, I'd, I'd start the next joke and I'd get through a line and just you're forget supposed, the rest of the joke. You're supposed to say and something. Then, That's funny. And then I'd just stare at the audience again and they're like, Jesus Christ, like, what are you, what are you doing here? And then, <laughs> and, it, and it was like that for the next five minutes. And then the buzzer went and I was like, I, this is the best moment of my life being able to get off the stage. <laughs> and you could just like, I was just calling the whole thing. I was like, please come up. Please come up. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. Please come up. Oh and then I walked off and I was like, if I can make it through that, I don't, it doesn't, I, there can't be a worse response oh, beautiful. than just having people stare at you being like, what are you doing? Wasting our time. It's like 11 o'clock at night or like 1130 and everybody wants to go home and here's this idiot who can't tell a joke standing up on stage. It was brutal. <laughs> I, I never want to repeat that experience again. Oh my God, that is a great story. That is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was this? Yeah. I just I would have just led them on a rousing tip throw tip throw through the tulip. You know something? I've been there. I've I haven't started a sing along, but I've been I've been close to that. So so Eric, I'll tell you what. Before I let you go, do you have anything coming up? What uh, what do you got coming up? Coming uh, on the uh, on the comedy horizon. Um, I've got a, uh, so the 22nd of February, I've got a thing called Jokes Against Humanity. Yeah, I exactly uh, saw that on your website. All my stuff's in Toronto. Yeah, so that's just, that's basically just a bunch of people playing out the cards against humanity on stage. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of my next big thing. And then other than that, it's just finals in King of the Hill. And then, um, I'm trying to get a few fundraisers set up for stand up, uh, help some of the hospitals around. So so that's about it. And then the rest of my stuff is just for me trying to work out jokes at, at bars. So that's kind of the exciting stuff at the moment. And people can follow you through ericbellcomedy.ca and, yes. and through Facebook and Twitter and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. So ericbellcomedy.ca is my site. And I'm, I'm going to, I've got a podcast section, so I'm going to try and get a podcast up. And then I post a lot on Twitter. Uh, yeah, there go comedy, and then yeah, my Facebook. Oh, cool. Let, well, let me know if you want a guest to, on your podcast. I would love to. Uh, I'd love to be on there because I I miss Toronto. I really enjoy the city. Other than the cost of converting my money back to U.S., my God, did I take it? <laughs> yeah, no, that's not, that's not much fun anymore. Oh, I got an ass ream, and oh my God, I I should have just bought an apartment. I should have <laughs> just fucking stayed up there. Yeah, no. I've, it was really nice when our dollar was at par, and now it's not. Yeah, it's. And so I'm I'm not traveling to the states for until it's not so terrible. I do not blame. Or I have money. I whichever one is better. Whichever one comes whichever first. Whichever comes first. Well, Eric, thank you for being a guest on Radio Irregardless, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Eric Bell, visit him on his website through Twitter and all that. Eric, thanks for calling in. I hope to uh, see you when I yeah. come back up there. Perfect. Perfect. Thanks for having me back on. All right. Take care, man. All right, right. bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Eric Bell, a very, very funny guy. Oh, my God, so funny. (laughs) Fucking story about wanting to fucking just having the audience look at him and go, what are you doing? You're wasting our time. Oh, that was so fucking funny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I actually have to go take some medication. Uh, I was going to drink, but uh, I don't know if I will. But uh, I will tell you this. um, This week coming up, 
uh, February 7th, I'm going to be at the, the, let's see, where is it? The Polish American Citizens Club. Yes, the PACC, the Polish American Citizens Club in Gardner, Mass. Uh, kind of emceeing, hosting, headlining uh, a show, a big fundraiser there. And it's uh, I do it every year, and it's so much fun. And then on February 10th, I don't know if you guys know this, uh, local guy from Arlington, Mass., the Steve Katzos Show, um, has bands, and he's like trying to do a Tonight Show thing, but it's local cable. And it is so fun. It's uh, and I finally get to be a guest there. We've been pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off, and now finally, yeah, your area, yeah, I think you can come down and be part of the studio audience. And next week, February fourth, no, this is February fourth, February eleventh. Um, join me where my guest comedian will be. Uh, Sil- uh, Sl- I say her name all the time, Slarata Ram- Ramajani. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. We'll see you next week. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2015. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.